man. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you still juicing? Uh, yes, I am. Huh. How's that going? Um, I almost shit myself twice today. Mm. <laughs> that means your bowels are like super clean. Oh like, my god, sparkling. It's probably just like you know, it's probably like a scene out of uh, Tron Legacy. You know how <laughs> everything is just super sleek yeah. and everybody's you know like super neat and stuff like that. It's probably like that in your bowels. Yeah, exactly. It's like Jeff Bridges and uh, that other guy. Uh, let's say that other character from Tron Legacy. Gener- I, generic yeah. white male. Yeah, <laughs> generic white. That's exactly, exactly. They're just like, let's both take the light cycles, and they, you know, hop in the air in slow motion, and the light cycle forms around them, and then all of a sudden, I need to sh- shit myself. There you go. Uh, huh. That's pretty much it. Um, I have actually, um, I feel fantastic. Excellent. Um, and I feel like I have all this excess energy too. And it's preventing me from sleeping. That's right. <laughs> You're only running on three hours of yeah, sleep. Yeah, I'm running now, right? on three hours of sleep, and I f- still feel pretty great. Huh? You know. Um, that explains the uh, whiteboard you have in your living room, where you're trying to solve the unified field theory. <laughs> I think oh, I thought I, I didn't want to like you know, like you know, seem like I'm up my own ass or anything. <laughs> Why, but I feel like I have disproved the. Uh, the K theory. So, oh well, listen, man. I yeah. think maybe, maybe you need to like have a chocolate bar every once in a while, or something, just to Shut even the out. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I will go out. Go and kill for a chocolate bar. I feel like you're, you're just dumping like powdered protein into your into your juice and just blending that as well. Um, no, I'm I'm also having nothing but water. Like I don't drink. Uh, this is probably one of the only other like i'm pointing to a beer let the record show that he's pointing to a corona (laughs) extra uh yeah it's the only non-water-based beverage that i've had like all day um oh that's not true earlier today i had a cherry pepsi okay and when i drank it i hadn't had anything with processed sugars for like a more than a week Okay, and it felt like all my endorphins released in my brain, and I thought I was, I was like, oh my god, am I about to have an erection from That's a good. fucking <laughs> can of Pepsi? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Cherry Pepsi, the new Viagra. It's <laughs> <laughs> when I almost called my wife, and I was just like, babe, <laughs> get home now. <laughs> Did you touch that Pepsi? <laughs> god damn it! So yeah, um. Uh, it makes me feel pretty great, but it has this really terrible side effect that, you know, um, angry erections. Yeah, angry erections, and uh, near uh, very close calls with pooping myself. Um, I can't drink coffee in the morning. That is out. I think you got to strengthen up your sphincter, man. What are you talking about? Like. Having close calls in public, like... What kind of exercises are you doing that you're telling me that I need to strengthen my sphincter? Sphincter. My sphincter. I don't know. Colonel Sphincter. (laughs) Colonel Sphincter, the new character coming to Smash Brothers. (laughs) Um, You, I don't know, like anal kegels or something like that? It's kegels. Kegel. Kegels. Kegels. All right. Um, 
K. What? E. This is G. so fuck. This is a weird conversation. When what you, you talk e? about a keg of beer, you don't see a keg of beer, do you? No. There you go. Cased closed. <laughs> Cased closed. <laughs> you did it. Nailed it. I did it. <laughs> okay, that's a great way to kick off the show. That is. That is just another uh. classic way to let the people know <laughs> that I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And I'm Pablo Morali, master of the shadowless kick. Martinez. And together we are Robots, Robots versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. Master of the Shadowless Kick, purveyor of the Shadow Force. <laughs> the uh, the owner of a DVD copy of The Golden Compass. <laughs> okay, well. You've That those are my nicknames. You <laughs> You've proven your legendary status. Many times over. Uh, this week has been. Oh, oh boy, yeah, it, it's, it's been, been another week. It's <laughs> been, it's been, uh, you know, other than the usual shit show, it's just been kind of like Florida weird. Can I say Florida weird? <laughs> That's I like that. Yeah. I like that Florida weird. It's just like, oh, really. Mm. It's just like, man, did somebody like weaponize bath salts? <laughs> like, it's just, it's just so odd. Yeah. From hour to hour, not even day to day anymore, from hour to hour. Yeah. There were we, the Democratic debates, right? Which are always kind of like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, a weird carnivalesque atmosphere. I miss those, but yeah. I'm, I'm planning to watch the whole thing um, liquored up. Okay. All right. You'll. Ha- I. I should tell you that um, uh, the moderates came out strong. Okay. And when I say moderates, I say centrist. I mean centrists. Mm. I think Better O'Rourke said a few things that I was. They were just. He was just like, um, you know, you bet your sweet bippy we're gonna come for your uh, AR-15s. You know, um, kind of talk. He was just like, he didn't say it like that. He was just like, you, you bet your. Su- I don't know. He said something like, uh, he said something like very strong where he mentioned that, yeah, the government is going to come and confiscate um, automatic rifles. Uh, Well, he knew since he was on such a national stage, he had to walk back from his uh, true feelings when he was um, interviewed immediately after those mass shootings not too long ago, where he just looked at the media and he was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? Well, uh, yeah, and that, I think that... By the um, end of the year, he's going to be the Punisher, if we're not careful. <laughs> mm. The most well-coiffed Punisher yeah. we've ever seen. <laughs> really? Because he's not really particularly well-coiffed. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't describe him as someone who's well-coiffed. Um, but I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe, uh, he from, maybe he'll get like a Fox News hairstylist. Oh, God. You know how they style everybody's hair on Fox News? Like... You're either a, a, like a Lego man <laughs> or, uh, you know, you're balding and they're trying to cover shit up for you. Oh, man. Oh, I lost Steve Ducey. Steve Ducey. Um, <laughs> the deuce. The deuce. Um, but yeah, uh, it was uh, it was interesting. Like uh, Bernie came out pretty strong despite having sore throat. Um, Did he really? Does it? Can he, had anybody, a, he had a sore throat. Can anybody I mean, I tell like he when he has a sick. sore throat? Yeah, yeah. He felt he sounded he, 
He sounded like I think he he has some kind of cold or something. Reenact it for me because um, I didn't see the debate. I can't do it because like yes, you can. I can't. I believe in you. You're the master <laughs> of the shadowless kick. Yes, but I'm not the master of the scratchy, burny voice. <laughs> the top one per- he he. The thing about Bernie, the thing I love about Bernie is that his message does not change. Yes. Like, he doesn't go into, like, folksy dad bullshit like Biden <laughs> does. Like every white politician does. They asked him a question about slavery. He responded with, like, I remember back in my day they had record players. And I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> he just responded with like you know folksy uh you know oh, bullshit and i, I was just like shit. yeah and i i was like you know what fuck fuck this guy um uh despite the fact that like he is a gaff machine and he sometimes sounds lost when he responds to certain answer like certain questions um, Bernie what, does? No, no, no. Um, I'm talking about Biden. Oh, Biden. Um, yeah, yeah. Joaquin Castro came after him, and um, yeah, and, and launched an attack that was just like kind of like a bully. Uh, it was it was a bully tactic. I didn't really appreciate it. Mm. Um, where uh, well, you heard the quote, right? I did. I, yeah, I yeah. didn't. I didn't see the debates, folks, and I know you're disappointed in me, but I was. Um, because you guys care to know, I was helping a friend uh, let their guests into their Airbnb. Okay. So I was showing them around and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, RVT trivia. <laughs> on your next RVT trivia night, this is what you know about me. So. The highest caliber of professionalism on this show. <laughs> yeah. did, I t- did I take a dump that day? Oh, too? my God. I'm trying to remember. Why don't you come with me, listeners, and just... <laughs> Help me recall. Oh, geez. My we, movements. All right. for th- so oh. we're gonna we're gonna switch over to something a peculiar that happened during the broadcast. Oh, of, yes, uh, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> Back on track uh, of the Democratic debate. Um, but uh, yeah, there was this weird commercial that I was like, "Holy shit! <laughs> I can't believe this aired." <laughs> and it had to do with AOC. Oh um, my god! I yeah, was, I was in the gym when that aired, and I thought first. It, I just saw it in silence, and I, when I saw her picture, I was just like, "Yeah, AOC," you know. Oh, you you didn't hear like the 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 ominous voiceover is like socialism. It's coming to take a shit in your bed. Yeah, I didn't know. I just saw her picture, and then it started burning. I'm just like, "The fuck?" Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, more Republican bullshit." Okay, you know, Michelle Wolf. Somebody made a point about this on Twitter. Michelle Wolf can make a joke about Sarah Huckabee Sanders and her smoky eye. Mm-hmm. And then the GOP just like loses their minds. And they're <laughs> like, uh, oh, my God, she's fat shaming Sarah Huckabee Sanders. No, she's not. No, she didn't. Right. But then, you know, um, a picture of uh, AOC is burned like an effigy mm-hmm. and shown in within the same context as the Camar Rouge. Uh, yeah. And... It's the GOP is just like, come on, take a joke. Take uh, a fucking joke. Oh my you God. liberal, you know, snowflakes. What's what's the smoky eye thing? Um, uh, 
Michelle Wolf, you know, she did her uh, she did her her stand up set mm-hmm. at like the uh, what's that, what's that called the um, uh, when the journal when the um, the journal oh. all the journalists yeah, join yeah, yeah. Up, the correspondence cor- yeah yeah that's right the Washington Correspondence Dinner that's exactly it so she was at the Washington Correspondence Dinner and then she did this bit where she was just like uh, you know Sarah Huckabee Sanders is here she manages to spin lies and uh, uh, boil it down to a nice eye shadow where she could put it on and it <laughs> creates the perfect smoky eye. <laughs> and then the geo, like Fox News lost, everyone on Fox News lost their minds and they were just like, how can we allow this fat shaming bigot, despite the fact she never said anything about Sarah Huckabee Sanders' body type wow. at all to even, you know, uh, for that to even be a thing. They're always telling on themselves. They're just like when when I forgot who was it that came after Lindsey Graham and they're oh it was when Ilian Omar was uh, she had said something about Lindsey Graham about his his stance on certain policy and they were just like how dare you insinuate he's gay and everybody was just like what oh, yeah that's right that's what right. <laughs> it's like yeah. w- w- nobody said no. <laughs> We were talking about climate change. The hell are you talking about? <laughs> I was there. I heard it. Let's go to the tape. And then they, you know, they rewind the tape and then the, she says the word some and then they're like, "See? She said he's gay." <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Uh, but yeah, that's that um that became a thing. So, um so yeah, so uh Republicans uh and Fox News are just like take it in stride whatever you know Fuck it's them. fucking Fuck it's just a commercial Fuck them uh, I, hope, yeah. I hope that channel burns to the ground Yeah I'm amazed that that aired like that's such a like that is such a a uh, horrible commercial it inspires violence like that's the kind of thing that oh, inspires yeah. violence Oh for sure for sure um, to equate like Someone who wants to pass along uh, the Green New Deal, um, who basically is looking out in the be- like who is anti-corporate and is trying to look f- out for like working class people in in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, for them to associate, f- for the GOP to associate her with the with the Kama Rouge, yeah, um, it's. With Stalinism, yeah, you know it's bullshit. Yeah, it's the, fucking bullshit. They're gonna go in uh, doubly and triply hard over the next year on trying to associate Democrats with socialists and uh, the worst atrocities uh, in history. Um, probably that don't really have to do with socialism, uh, just because they have no other position. I mean, Trump is losing. The only thing that he had was. Um, a quote-unquote good economy which wasn't really his like it was still just inertia from the Obama administration like he literally could have done nothing and it would have been the exact same thing job growth um, increased uh, consumer confidence uh, and he even managed to tank that yeah oh Trump now I mean like we're Mm -hmm. headed towards like it seems like we're about to be we're, we're about to crash head on with a recession. Oh, that's what um, that's what most analysts are saying. Like, sometime within the next year, um, we should start seeing like strong uh, reverberations from that. Oh, and wow. 
as horrible as it is, because I don't want this country to go to, uh, through another recession for anybody, and I'm talking uh, Democrat or Republican, because that shit hurts. The only silver lining that I can see is that when people are hurting, they tend to reflect that at the ballot box. When we were hemorrhaging jobs in 2007, 2008, uh, nobody was just like, yeah, let's vote Republican. People overwhelmingly voted Democrat because it was just like, these guys are fucking up. But, you know, we in this country have very short memories. You know, we think once things get good, they're just like, oh, you know, whatever. Let's let's just, uh, you know, uh, double down on our, you know, uh, archaic visions of what a president should look like and 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 be reflective of in the White House. Speaking of short memories, Donald Trump. Right. Yeah. Um, He was he he's enacting. He's using his presidential powers to ban flavored vaping. Like flavored, uh, you know, vaping oils or whatever. Finally, our thoughts and prayers have been answered. Yeah. Oh, the man. scourge of vaping. I know. I was there when it, in Bowling Green when, uh, <laughs> when, a, when a vaping oil came to life and started uh, s- smoking kids. It was <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was like that scene at the end of Endgame. Yes, that's right. When Thanos' army just, you know, came to the Avengers campus. It was just like that. Yeah. But Bowling Green. Yes, but Bowling Green. Yes, thank you. Uh, I was, I, I, you know, sometimes my memory <laughs> goes. And uh, I don't rem- quite remember the details. But yes, uh, so he's, uh, he's enacting uh, his uh, presidential power to try to ban vape, ban flavored vaping, like uh, vaping flavor flavors. Blah. Um, <laughs> See, that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From basically the mass market. So... Uh, but, uh, you know, during his, this whole, uh, during a press conference addressing this issue, um, our president, uh, brought up the fact that, uh, Melania Trump, uh, helped inspire this kind of action. And, uh, he said, quote, you know, uh, she's got a son, uh, together, uh, and uh, you know, and, and you know, he's a he's a beautiful, beautiful stand-up boy or whatever. Uh, vaping has become a very big business, as I understand it, like a giant business in a very short period of time. But we can't allow people to get sick, and we can't have our youth be so affected. And I'm hearing it, and that's how the first lady got involved. And she's got a son together that is a a beautiful young man and she feels very very strongly about it she's seen it we're both reading it a lot of people are reading it but people are dying with vaping so we're looking at it very closely and you know if nothing else this is a conference that's going to let people know about it because people are going to watch what we're saying and parents are going to be a lot tougher with respect to their children yeah he i think he totally forgot that he baron was his son it totally seemed that way. Like <laughs> he was speaking about these people like they were in the fourth or fifth person. It was just like, what? Like, what? And she, you know what the, the what I feel like you didn't really catch was she was right next to him. 
Was she? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. She was right fucking next to him. <laughs> oh, she was this idiot. God damn it, Stimpy. <laughs> Oh man, Donald, you idiot! Oh, the, the things that she must have to put up with, I, I can't even imagine. I wouldn't want to imagine. Well, I mean, she's that's got that s- coat that says that she doesn't care. So why should you? You know. Well, I certainly don't care about her, but I think what she has to put up with could be scripted into like the next American Horror Story. Yeah, a full season just like that. <laughs> Glad you that didn't catch the mic. I hope not. <laughs> um, so uh, anyway, no, um, professional. <laughs> so um, so yeah, so that happened, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, that's such a weird move to do to ban you know um, these vaping flavors and not move a muscle when it comes to AR fifteens. Well, it's just another distraction. You know, this country just sort of like looks into the TV and drools on itself. It's just like, yes, the vaping flavors, you know. Meanwhile, uh, the cabinet just keeps falling apart. Uh, Namely, fucking John Bolton got fired. And the thing is, yo, Trump did him dirty, which is fine because I don't give a fuck about John Bolton. True. John Bolton is a war hawk. That's who, true. Uh, who, whose response to everything is like, let's bomb Iran. Yeah. Let's invade Venezuela. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's his um, that's his foreign policy. Just throw bombs at it. You know, I think it's I think it's his mustache telling him to do it. We need to shave that mustache off his face <laughs> and rid him of his spirits. Um <laughs> You know, if if I feel like if you shave his mustache, you'll find like the cure to cancer back there. <laughs> it was weed all along. Yeah. But the thing is, he got fired. There was something where like he was being recorded speaking to somebody on a phone while he was still like at the White House. Yeah. Um, it was like he was at some kind of press conference. He was talking to somebody and then he was just like and then, you know, he was talking to president trump and then they were having a disagreement and then he's like you know what i think i should resign and and trump was like we'll talk about it tomorrow yeah and then <laughs> trump the very next day is like no he's fired yeah he's gone i was just, and then and then uh on fox news brian Kilmeade, you know fox and friends yeah those, those three douchebags uh-huh so uh brian Kilmeade, the brown haired curly haired douchebag Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets a, a text from John Bolton saying that um, Donald Trump was supposed to discuss it with him. Wow. And <laughs> live on air, which I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> John Bolton just got trumped. Wow. Wow. What a shit show. <laughs> that must be the most toxic work environment like one can imagine outside of like forced prostitution. Yeah. You know, like it's ugh, I just I just can't. I just can't anymore. No, I just can't. We need to bring some sort of semblance of like normality back to the White House. Like, I don't know if you know what, if next November, like he gets another term, I'm I'm leaving. That's uh, I'm leaving. You know, I 
I'm in such deep denial. And I don't know if it's denial. I just have the strongest hunch mm-hmm. that he's not all this, all his, uh, all his huffing and puffing and tweeting and, mm-hmm. you know, forgetting that Baron Trump is his son. Um, <laughs> all, all this huffing and puffing is all for nothing because uh, he's going to get voted out. And I'm with you in in that belief. I'm just saying, in case of the worst case scenario, I'm leaving. <laughs> um, I will be going with you, although I do not know to where. Madagascar. Madagascar. I'm, I know there's a bunch of animated animals out there. Yep, exactly. Uh, Precisely. That's yeah. why we're going. Uh, including a uh, very loud zebra mm-hmm. who uh, dances to jock jams. So yeah, it's going to be great. Oh man, I can't fucking wait. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll still be dropping the show. Yes, um, you can count on it every Monday at noon. That's only right. on Radio Free Brooklyn because I'm Ernesto Mancibo and I'm Pablo Morali Martinez, and together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. That name again is Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> and you're listening to Robots vs. Taxes. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, folks. Folks, I have a, I have a problem. I, I haven't gotten over Spider-Man leaving the MCU. Oh, boy. It's No, I'm really upset about this. You know, those poor, poor writers over at Marvel <laughs> who slave over page after page after page of building this universe. Yes. That we've come to love that has sustained us over the last few years. It's exhausting. They wrote in the Spider-Man and he was supposed to be the heir apparent to Tony's uh, estate, to Tony's uh, legend. Which I wasn't particularly a fan of. I don't like the whole Iron Spider thing. But I don't know. I digress. You shut your mouth. I want him to be. You shut <laughs> your mouth. I want him to be not in. Like, that's the thing. I didn't want him to be in Europe. I want him to be fighting, like, uh, uh, people trying. Bank robbers or the chameleon. Uh, you mean murdering local gangsters yes, with exactly. his advanced armor? Like. Oh, God. Did you see. First of all, it was in the trailer and is gonna is being released as bonus footage on the Blu-ray. But when he was taking down that gang, um, the Spumoni gang, was it the Spumoni gang? <laughs> that's, that's I'm just calling out Spumoni because they're near okay. near where we record. Okay, but gotcha. so yeah, but okay. the they took out he was taking out some gang with this advanced like. <laughs> Military beyond military grade bleeding armor, e- bleeding edge tech. Like they literally had no chance <laughs> against him. There's a part in in the in the scene that they released where they're shooting at him, and he's just like, "Oh no, you got me!" And he's just like, "No, I'm just kidding. You guys can't pierce this armor." <laughs> and meanwhile, there is programming in his suit that literally makes him super efficient at murdering. Yes, that's right. He could say instant kill, instant kill, and just murder every single person. Everyone in that room. dies. Everyone dies. Yeah. instantly. Nobody's walking out of that room alive. Nobody. No, not even the goldfish. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
So that's what you want him to do? Just become like New York's new murderer? Like No, I don't <laughs> I don't a, I don't want him to be in that. I'm glad he got rid of that fucking suit. Like I love I like the Iron Spider, but that the Iron Spider is meant for Avengers movies. That's true. Not Spider Man movies. That's true. That's true. Number two, he's a New York based superhero who faces New York based problems. Just let him stay in New York. Okay. I'm well, tired of him traveling fucking overseas already. Well, you know what? He he's a high school kid. He has to expand his horizons, you know? I mean Well if not he, anymore. I mean because his thing with Sony is and Marvel. That that's uh yeah. I'm gonna say it right now on the show. I'm I'm I know that it's also Marvel's fault, fault, but I am angry at Sony. Yeah, I mean like Sony's uh, they're they're run by pieces of shit. I th- think I'm going to boycott Sony. That's fine. I'm that guy. Okay. And I want you to stand with me. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Solidarity. (laughs) Let's talk. All right. Since we're on Marvel, I want to I want to talk a little bit more about Marvel, uh, specifically with uh, with uh, the the Disney Plus shows that are coming down the pike. And then I want to jump over to uh, uh, to DC's Joker. But before we get down to that, just one last point on this on the Spider-Man Marvel Sony scenario. Yeah, I can't let it go. (laughs) I'm like a dog with a bone. And a gun. Look, what? <laughs> look. Over the past decade or so, uh, it's been revealed that Kevin Feige has had his hand in all the Spider-Man movies that have been released by Sony. Um, many of those projects, he just hasn't had his name put on. So whether they did well or not, um, and they've managed to bring in money nonetheless, Kevin Feige has had his hand in there some way, somehow. Now that the split has happened, and specifically with Marvel saying that, you know, Kevin Feige, he's got his hands full because he's helping to to produce these shows as well as the movies. I don't think... Bringing he, the X-Men along. And though. the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Like, he's got a lot on his plate. I don't think he's going to have anything to do with these future Spider-Man movies. So that puts Sony in a very precarious position because now they're going to have to go into the Spider-Man feige that's that's a term now, Feigulus. Feigulus. Okay. We'll see how that does. I, as it stands right now, I'm not going to patronize um, any Sony projects. They do a retreat of the Amazing Spider-Man, with like he fights uh, the chameleon, but the chameleon is voiced by Jamie Foxx yet again, and oh, they do dubstep. Oh, uh, I am fucking shit. done. I I don't I don't have that kind of patience. I, so uh I I think I'm just done with them. Fuck Morbius. First of all, I'm just I'm just sorry. I'm just not I'm really curious. You know what? No, I I'm, I'm not curious about that. Uh I am curious as to Doctor Strange and like uh, uh the what is it? The, the Multiverse Mad- of Madness. The Multiverse of Madness. That. They're saying that it's like the the world the the MCU's first <laughs> horror movie and I'm just like I'll believe it when I see it. I think that's going to crack open um the the first Easter egg in terms of introducing the X Men into our universe, as well as uh, cracking the door open for the Fantastic Four. I think it's I think it's going to be one of those like, okay, we're going to fuck shit up, yeah. and you guys are going to be analyzing this shit for years. I really hope that um, they bring in Annihilus 
Oh, he's a he's one of my favorite villains because he's he's just a weird bug guy. Yeah. Um, and the annihilation wave. I love the. I love anything having to do with Annihilus. I love his entire look. I love everything, everything about him. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so let's talk Disney Plus shows. Disney Plus shows. So yes. they're talking about bringing She Hulk to the screen, and I'm like, fantastic. Can't wait. Cannot wait. I hope that they do her. I they they do her correctly. <laughs> well done, you nailed it. Thanks. You did it. You went out there and you nailed it. You were just like, Woo. I hope they do. I hope we all do her all right. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Ah. All right. So, uh, She Hulk is, is is something that should have been on the big screen in my opinion a long time ago yeah she yeah. seems like a slam dunk because she's like she's like a uh she's a lawyer she's a she's uh like really like snarky mm-hmm. funny sarcastic you know um breaks the fourth wall yes she's got the powers of the hulk mm-hmm. like how and, and like and she has lost none of her mind but she she's got a level of control over her hulkism. Yeah. That's a new medical term, hulkism. Yeah. That um Bruce Banner unfortunately doesn't really get to exercise much uh, very often. Um, no. though I have a feeling in the MCU uh since he was able to merge, you know, the brains and the brawn. Yeah. Um He's wearing shirts now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that will be like a, a through line into uh, She-Hulk's uh, ability to control and, you know, exist sort of like in between those two worlds. But I hope that they and they're probably going to they're probably going to do this. We'll also delve into the fact that she can go like full Hulk. Uh, yeah. At there was, times like if she loses control. Yeah. There have been moments where like uh, was it was it House of M? where she lost her shit mm. when they bombed uh like of course they blew up the Avengers mansion yet again. Uh, oh no, it was during Avengers Disassembled. That storyline. By the way, have you read that book? That yes, book I is have. so fucking good. It's really good. And she loses her fucking shit. Yep. Um uh, because I forget who it was. I think it, it's because Hawkeye died for like the 7th time. <laughs> uh and then she was like, "Fuck this." You know, she <laughs> You know, uh, she went like she just went ape shit, and they had to call in Iron Man, um, you know <laughs> Tony Stark, to basically like knock her the fuck out. <laughs> so uh, because she, uh, I and that was because I you know as much as I love her character, I haven't really read any of her books, mm. which I think is a shame. You know, one of the really interesting storylines of hers came after Civil War Two, because um, she suffered like a grave injury. Um, during that storyline and her comic book series after that sort of dealt with her recovery and sort of like finding herself again and for a while she was like a mixture between like Green Hulk and Grey Hulk. At, at one point they dropped the whole She-Hulk from the yeah. whole She from the She-Hulk and she just went by Hulk. She was just Hulk. I mean at that time she was the only Hulk anyway. Um, the yeah, only Because Bruce Banner got fucking he was, bodied. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like any superhero in the comics, he's back. Yeah, yeah, he's back. And he's fucking scary now. Have you read The Immortal no, Hulk? No, I Dude, have not. It, it's great. 
I it's a read horror it. book, actually. <laughs> it's not like it, there's no there's some semblance of superheroics, but it, he's just a fucking demon. <laughs> um, he's an unkillable demon. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I digress. Mm. Uh, but She Hulk. Let's talk about uh, Dreamcasting. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, Side the, note, if, the Dreamcast is 20 years old this week. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Why do you fucking do that? <laughs> I'm just trying to show up. I hate those things. Like, somebody told me another, the other day, like, oh, this album that you really like is 30 years old. And I'm just like, God damn it. Yeah, I know. Time just slipping through our fingers. Yeah. So fast. Into the future. Nothing we can do. Mm. Time keeps on slipping, slipping into to the future. <laughs> I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. Do eagles fly to the sea? When they want to die. Oh. <coughs> yeah, I know, right? That gives it a dark edge to that, uh, to that particular song. <laughs> oh, splash. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ugh. Fly, fly into the future. Um, so yeah, let's talk about Dreamcasting. <laughs> Dreamcasting, yes. Okay. <laughs> Who do you see in the role of She-Hulk? Uh, I told you before the show, Paul Patton. Paul Patton. That is a good choice. Yes. Um, I think it'd be a great boost. Uh, a great, not boost. Uh, reintroduction mm-hmm. to her. Uh, into uh, pop culture because I feel like after that whole fiasco with like, I, I, don't, I don't know if you remember this but she was dating that asshole Rob Rob what's his name Robin Thicke really yeah oh that's right yeah yeah and he fucked he, around yeah, on her yeah he fucked around on her repeatedly yeah which I'm like why uh. she is like I don't know. Well, he was having a hot 15 minutes, you know, with, you know, blurred lines. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before. Uh, what is this? Uh, um, he, he got his ass sued. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, who was it? Who, who like it wasn't Stevie Wonder who 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 he nicked that that melody from. Oh, man. It was. um What's his name? Fuck. I think it was like the Commodores. Anyway. Maybe. Maybe. Um but yeah, he got sued in that and then he made that uh he made a uh a, 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 an album called Paula to try to get her back. Oh. And then he made a music video where he has sex with a Paula Patton lookalike. Oh which uh, I'm just like, Ooh, this is a bad look. That's weird. Yeah, this is really fucking weird. So she didn't take him back. And anyway, mm. so uh, and then afterwards, I think she kind of like dropped out of the spotlight a little bit. But I think it'd be a great reintroduction to her character. Yes. To, to her as a as a superstar. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my dream cast would be. You know, and I'm just I'm just whipping him out here. Viola Davis. Really? Yeah. OK. I want to see her in the MCU and. I feel like she would bring a gravitas to She-Hulk that we haven't seen. But I I have this feeling that Viola Davis has 
a comedic streak in her that we have not seen because she's usually placed in roles where you know she she brings a weight to the character like i am the serious woman in this scene and i will not be fucked with and i love her and i love seeing her in that but i have a feeling i just have this feeling that she has a level of comedic talent that we just haven't seen so would they cg her yes oh absolutely anybody who's cast as she hulk has to be cg'd right because I mean, nobody like, is going to work out to look. No. What they're, what they're going to do is probably uh, hire a, uh, a female bodybuilder and uh, model the uh, the physicality off of her, but um, put the face of the actress and the acting uh, ability of the actress onto the model. So it's going to be like this amalgamation of two. I think they they did something like that with the Hulk at certain times as well, like modeling the body yeah, yeah, yeah. after certain bodybuilders and over, you know, overemphasizing it. Um, and then putting, you know, Mark Ruffalo's uh, face uh, model on the actual Hulk, as well as including some of uh, Lou Ferrigno's uh, voice work as well. Right, right, right. You know, um, you know it, nothing against uh, Viola Davis. I love, I think she's an amazing actress. Mm-hmm. I just I can't see it. I can't see it. Um because maybe you're not looking hard enough. <laughs> well, because I I feel like the, like with Paula Patton I'm just like it makes sense to me because she's got like the Jennifer Walters uh, jawline. Okay. <laughs> um and like yeah, I I don't I don't see the I don't see Viola Davis's She's an amazing. I almost feel like she would be, make a a great like if Sam Jackson were to ever kick it. Oh shit! And she'd be like, um, you know, Nick Fury's sister. Oh my god! Uh, and she would take over for, as the director of Shield. I could totally see that. Um, Nicole Fury. Nicole Fury. Oh <laughs> shit! Amazing. Um, but yeah, I can't see. I can't see uh, her as the Hulk. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anybody else you think? Mm, mm, that's a good question. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> um, I was thinking, I was like, also thinking like Gina Carano, but she can't act for shit. <laughs> she can't act worth dick. Um, so, uh, but she's also in in the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so is Bill Burr. Oh. Yeah, I mentioned that. Yeah, that's right. You mentioned it, and I was like, "Oh, cool." And then I saw his new special, and I was like, "Oh, fuck." Yeah, yeah, yeah. His new his new special is not my cup of tea. Yeah, I mean, there are a few chuckles in there, but a few chuckles is right because I laughed like. I had one big laugh, mm-hmm. right? When he equated this whole, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, white women calling him out on his white privilege. And yeah. then he was like, hey, we're in the same jacuzzi. <laughs> I was like, that's great. Yeah. And then he starts sounding like a cantankerous old man uh-huh. yelling at clouds. He really does. Yeah. He really does. I mean, I don't know if that's part of his shtick, if, if he knows that's what he looks like, but... Uh, when he started going in on like the Me Too movement and 
and just women in general. Like he, that's become a cornerstone of his comedy. He did, you know, there was a bit where he started off. He's like, you know, what's hilarious about sexual assault. And I was just like, oh, wow. He sounds like a 4chan like message board. Yep. Yep. Um, And it's, he actually, at one point he reuses a joke from his previous special. And I was like, what the fuck, man? This is all, like, what's happening with these comedians? Uh, like, I, I don't like this movement of like, hey, we're comedians. We should be able to say whatever we want. It's just like nobody's saying that you can't speak your mind. But, you know, as comedians, you're expected, um, at least if you consider yourself talented, to point out the absurdities of society in a, in a thoughtful way. What you're saying, I think what a lot of comedians are saying, I think we spoke about Dave Chappelle last week, um, is that they feel like they can just say whatever they want to say. And if it gets a laugh, then it has some sort of value when that's not necessarily it. It seems like there in the past, there was more nuance. Like when Dave Chappelle had the Chappelle show, he was saying some pretty strong and like almost shocking things. But there was a point to it. You know, he was pointing out. Well, he was talking about like that the about race racist structures yeah and um and the behavior of different cultures yeah. and perception of different cultures and like he did it in a really smart way that got you laughing your ass off i mean there's nothing the, the black white supremacist is one of like it's a comedy classic it's a classic i love um, that one and i just don't feel like he's on that route anymore i think i forgot who pointed it out but somebody said you know dave chappelle's been rich for long enough that he hasn't had to deal with you know the common issues anymore you know he's just he just doesn't have that edge anymore yeah um yeah and i feel like i don't know uh these comedians are are punching down and you know the more i think about that Chappelle uh special the sticks and stones special mm-hmm. uh the more i hate it mm. I just look back at it and I'm just like, ooh, if I if I'm starting to feel this way about his special, maybe it's just that he's just he's just not good anymore. Yeah, he's, he's not. He like he's writing off of his name right yeah. now. Yeah, and he's just like punching down, and he thinks that you know, if he gives his uh, his specials fancy names and like equanimity and what is the the bird paradox, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like there was a point at the beginning of Six and Stones where he made he made a he's still a good storyteller in many ways because he has uh, a certain delivery that is that's really charming. But like when he was talking about um, what's his name, that that food critic with the show who had committed suicide. Oh, Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. and, And he was just like, this guy had one of the best jobs in the world. He got to go around the world eat interesting things and talk to interesting people. And still with that lifestyle, he checked out. Meanwhile, he spoke about a friend of his who was on a good path in life and then somehow got derailed. And at 45 years old, he was, you know, he was working some menial job somewhere and, um, and got like half his money taken by uh, a marriage that didn't go well, but, but still produce a kid. And he was just outlining how bad this guy's life is. And he was like, my point is that this guy never thought about suicide as an option. 
and the the way he just highlighted how two two different people on two different sides of society look at options in different way i thought it was brilliant you know that was a brilliant moment and then immediately after that he got into his joke about like doing impressions and when i did the impression of the audience and like duh uh you said something a long time ago that we don't agree with and now we're gonna try to destroy you and he was just like that's you that's the audience i was just like oh man uh yeah it's stuff like that it was especially you know i've been thinking a lot about um about how like Asian people, particularly how Asian men are being depicted mm. uh, with this kind of like, um, well, I, I saw that movie um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. And the more I think about that movie, the more I hate it, too. Yeah. <laughs> because of how they did how they portrayed uh, Bruce Lee mm. and how fucking Quentin Tarantino did him dirty. And then in his defense, when when he was asked about it. He was just like, uh, well, my character would fight, would absolutely uh, fight Bruce Lee to a standstill. And that's because Bruce Lee isn't a real person or something like that. He was like, he's he's a character. And I was just like, no, no. If you're talking about like, I feel like he, he thinks that he thinks that Bruce Lee is a is a caricature or something. Um, and it's like, no, he was a real fucking person. Just because he's a legend doesn't mean that he's a character. If you only look at his movies, then you're going to think of him as a character. But the, the man had a lot more nuance and struggle behind who he was than just this cocky bastard that you depict him as. Right. And then, you know... Uh, 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 months and months ago, Louis C.K. was talking about how Asian men really aren't men, they're women. Um, oh and my that God. was one of his fucking bits. And then with Dave Chappelle, his whole bit about like, you know, he did the impression of like, uh, yeah, uh, of an Asian man. And then um, he was just like, it's OK, I have a, I have an Asian wife. And uh. then I was just like. Is this is this the new narrative where like people are just going to be like, oh, let's pick on the Asian guys again? I believe even his wife said that she's not crazy about yeah, that. Yeah, she's joke. not crazy about it. And then he does it to make her mad. Uh, but whatever. Uh, I don't. I hate to do this, but I want to. <laughs> I just started thinking about like I saw a picture of John Cho. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yes. Did you see that picture? It, it, I think it's him with his father, and his hair is long. There, I think it, uh, the picture I saw was him with some of the cast of the live-action Cowboy Bebop, and they're about to start shooting. Oh fuck! And man. his hair is long, and I'm just like, his I saw hair him. is Spike Spiegel length, and I was just like, yo, yeah, <laughs> this is good. Like, I think, dude, he's he's overdue for like to make his, to have something make him like a megastar. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I when I saw that, I was just like, hey. I might take a watch. Yeah. You know, it's like at the very least I want to see the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I am fucking psyched for that. I also saw the teaser trailer for The Boys season 2. Oh, whoa. What? Yeah, dude, we got to watch that as soon as this show is over. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. It is it's a teaser trailer for season 2 and it's chilling. Oh, uh, man. I'm amazed they they brought that into production so quickly. I guess they I mean, 
the boys did pretty well on Amazon. So yeah. they're just like, yep, we got to strike why yeah, the iron's yeah, yeah. hot, yeah. you know, because <laughs> Disney Plus is coming. Yeah. And we cannot fuck around, you know. <laughs> so batten down the hatches because it's coming like Thanos. Yep. Yep. He's um, going to just show up out of that, like, you know, portal. Yeah. <laughs> I have come for all your streams. <laughs> Where did that lead you? Back to me. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines of Thanos's. Yeah. Yeah. You could not live with all your failure. Where did that lead you? Back to me. Um, but yes. Uh, what were you talking about? I don't know. Uh, we, we, we went off on a tangent with uh, uh, Chappelle and Bill Burr and blah, 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 blah. Cowboy Bebop. Bill Burr, man. He said, you know what's hilarious about sexual assault? And I was just like, you know what? Fuck this guy. <laughs> Fuck this guy. I can't believe I ever found him funny. Oh, I was man. just like, who says shit like that? That's like some ass asshole say shit like that's that. What, I mean, that's what he does. He knows that his character on stage is to be the asshole. Yeah. And that's what he's playing into. But it, I don't think it's a character anymore. I don't think it's a character. He's he's going to have he's going to have some difficult things to wrestle with in the future because, you know, he has a little girl now and his little girl is black. Yeah. You know, no matter which way he tries to slice. Oh, she's half white. It's like, no, in, in American society, she's going to be perceived as black. Right. She's going to go through the struggles that only a black woman um, struggles with. And he's not going to know exactly how to deal with it. I hope that, you know, uh, his wife, Nia, can hopefully educate him on it, that his horizons can hopefully broaden but i don't know we'll see that's the joke he made that's the joke he recycled he talked about dying when he was 80 years old because of rage no. and i was like oh that's a joke he made when he was like he made a joke about like not being able to buy a cookie or hug a puppy uh, or, or hug something. a puppy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he'd die from i was just like why is he recycling sh-? anyway Bah, I digress. Uh, enough of that shit. Um, we're going to talk about like the Oscar buzz surrounding the Joker movie, but you know that's given. Mm. I feel like we should start wrapping it up. Yeah, perhaps um, we, we, we can tackle that next episode. Yeah, yeah, I'm really psyched about this Joker movie. It's coming October 2nd. Holy shit. It looks good. It looks fucking great. Yes, yes, it does. Um, you know, The Watchmen also released a featurette, oh. which looks fucking cool. I saw the trailer for that, man. That's... That's going to be... There's that weird superhero character who has that mirror face. Yes. I love that look. That's going to be so cool. Yeah. Like, and the fact that this is continuing the story, I'm like, I'm really happy about it because it, it's not just a reinterpretation of the original material because that's a universe that could keep on exploring the themes that were presented in Watchmen. Regina King, right? Regina King's in Watchmen. Oh, yes. She can be a She-Hulk. I think she could be cool. Ooh, She'd be cool if she Nice. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Oh, for sure. Um, still can't see Viola Davis as, as she All right. You don't have to like, <laughs> you have to like, kick shit in my suggestion. Sorry, oh, my God. Sorry. sorry. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel like you're going to call me up at four in the morning. Like, I just can't see it. <laughs> Go to sleep. God damn. No, Stop I'm juicing. Gonna, I- <laughs> no, I'm on the road. I can't see it. I can't <laughs> see anything in front of my face. It's raining too hard. Do it. Tell somebody I love her. <laughs> oh, sh- 
And with that, uh, I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. <laughs> and I'm Ernesto Mancimo. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes. Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. And while you're out there, oh, 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 oh before uh, we, we kept the show, right? Um, I will be appearing, well, I will be a uh, guest uh, of the Jack Kirby podcast coming next week. All right. Uh, and uh, so keep yourselves peeled. Um and uh, follow them and see when my episode's gonna drop. I don't know when that's gonna happen, but it's gonna be a good one. Nice. So, so yeah, while you're out there, you could try keeping it real, but you should try keeping it right. Song of the week. Black dress on for a thousand dollars. She wail and she moan.